It's been over a year since I sat down to record a podcast episode. That can mean one of two things. I'm an outstanding focused student, or I'm just terrible at making time for my passions and I get overwhelmed easily. Or both. But that's neither here nor there. This year has been worth for the books. As a creative, I've learned to give others more grace when they simply need to take time away from being creative and face the days as they come. I kind of entered this year knowing that it would be interesting, or I just didn't know how I it was going to be interesting, and I, I guess I was okay with that. Or jaded? I'm not sure. The ordinary JoJo would usually enter into the year with great expectations from God and for God. I'd want to get what I believed I was deserving of, or worthy of, or I don't know, like the hubris. The hubris. Knowingly and unknowingly, I set myself up to measure God's goodness by his ability to complete my honeydew list. It sounds very self-centered saying it out loud, but wasn't that what I was doing? Telling God of my expectations and betting his goodness on them, you know? And yet, for some reason, year after year, I'd end December angry at God because I was still struggling with student loans and my thighs were still thick. Hilarious. Last year, I literally burnt calories on expectation. It was exhausting, and for what? I set myself up thinking that God existed to do my bidding and that he wasn't good unless my list was fulfilled. Well... As I said before, I enter into this year a bit jaded, not super spiritual or holy, just tired. Too tired to risk it all on hope or expect anything new from God. Too tired to give God a to-do list. Yeah. Just because I didn't really write any expectations down does not mean that God was sitting around twiddling his fingers looking for things to do in my life. After all, the scriptures tell us that our Heavenly Father knows what we need even before we ask him. And I definitely had needs this year. God exceeded each of them. It would be ironic for me to sit down and recount all the things that happened this year. It, for me at least, would be feel like it would it would be like bragging. I I I think, like, I'd be advertising a list for a year as some sort of guarantee. And once you stop asking, you start receiving, and just that's that's not true. Those close to me know that I've had an interesting year. And despite what we're often led to believe on social media, having a smaller audience for your big moments is okay. So I'm not spilling my business on here, but I will say this. I've noticed in my walk with God, at least, that when I tend to stop searching for things, I tend to receive them. It's almost as if God saw that once the gift wouldn't take his place in my heart, I was ready to receive it. This, it's happened with literally everything. I'm almost, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I can't find one thing that I've almost made myself sick for that I've received in that moment. It usually comes when I'm pretty much dead to it. It's almost as if once I was okay with these things not happening and was certain of God's goodness regardless, they just happened. How strange. Matthew 16, 33 tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added to us as well. I can see now that for most years, I held what I wanted from God to be the highest priority. I gave very little consideration to the ways I could be a better steward of what was given to me. But this realization is all in retrospect. Anyways, (laughs) I'm not here to lecture you guys. I'm sure you're ready to celebrate the new year, and I'm sure you're tired too. If you're not, count yourself blessed. I'm tired, and I'm recording this with less than six hours left in 2023. And I don't want this to come across as a lecture or as advice. Maybe just as a testimony. And that testimony is that God is good. He was good when I finished my second year of medical school. He was also good when I failed step one on the first attempt. He was good when I got engaged to the love of my life. 
he was also good when we both realized that not everyone we'd hoped would be happy for us was supportive or, in, or happy for us. In fact, a few actively fought it. God was good when I reintroduced caffeine into my life and was able to withstand night rotations at a county hospital. And God is good now, even as I fight a flare of OCD and anxiety symptoms as the new year begins. I guess I can kiss caffeine goodbye for a while. <laughs> so, if anything, I've learned that despite my circumstances, God is good. That remains constant. He will be good when I walk down the aisle in three months, and he will be good when my husband and I set practical boundaries for certain people as a new couple. He will be good when I express happiness for those who succeed in things that I still struggle with. And he will be good when I finish my third year curriculum and graduate a little later than I planned. It's not a race, I guess. Anyway, I still don't have a word for this year. I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for all the strong people of faith in my life. I'm grateful for the good and the hard days. I'm grateful for what 2023 brought and I'm excited for what's in store for 2024. So I still might not make a to-do list for God this coming year. But it won't be because I'm jaded this time. It won't also won't be because I'm super holy either. Let's not get it twisted. Nope, I'm still pouring my milk before my cereal. Literally, I feel like that's the best way. No, I might not give God a to-do list. Because I think I'm realizing that he knows what he's doing and he knows me better than I know myself. I can trust that when I can't even trust myself to act responsibly. So if you're listening to this and 2023 was rough for you, leaving you tired and not willing to risk any further disappointment, it's okay. God is still God, even when we don't understand how he works. God is still God. And God is still good. Happy New Year, y'all.